Welcome to the first episode of Byliners, presented by The Cruelest Month. The Cruelest Month is a binaural podcast. We strongly recommend wearing headphones. A quick reminder that all of our social media handles have changed. You can find us on all social media at The Cruelest Month Podcast. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. If you'd like to read the books we talk about on John's Comic Corner, we want to recommend one of our favorite local comic shops, Borderlands Comics and Games in Greenville, South Carolina. Borderlands ships books all over the U.S., including their Batman number 100 exclusive variant by superstar artist Guillem Mark. Borderlands also does live sales every Tuesday on their Facebook page for vintage and variant comics at facebook.com slash Borderlands Comics and Games. Get some games for the family holidays, or find current or rare comics by going to borderlands.us. And when you buy, tell them the podcast says hello. Enjoy the episode. Dateline, Washington, D.C. Hold the presses, have we got a story for you. Our top reporters, Lois Lane and Iris West Allen, join forces with Vicki Vale and Kent Grant to cover a life and death story in Byliners. Welcome to episode one, Pass the Pizza and Hold the Presses. Thank you so much for coming today, ladies and gentlemen. Approximately seven months ago, the Justice Department started an investigation into Roland Daggett and Daggett Industries for money laundering. Today, I have called for an end to this unjust and unsubstantiated investigation. Please, hold your questions until the end. Thank you. While I admire their work and their ethics, in this case, the Justice Department has taken the word of one man, Bradley Pittman and frozen the assets of not only the founder, Roland Daggett, but also the entire corporation. As of last evening, Bradley Pittman has rescinded his statement and the government has found no evidence that would receive a conviction in any court of this great land. Is this where we are right now? Guilty until proven innocent? As the chair of the oversight committee, I must call an end to this. We have to be the country we aspired to be, where we are innocent until proven guilty. I have time for a few questions. Yes? Vicki Vale, Gotham City Gazette, Senator. Senator, this seems to be a complete reversal from your position of just a week ago when you called for a total audit of Daggett Industries. What was it exactly that caused you to change your mind so completely? It's more a question of what I didn't see. Miss Vale. What I did not see is any evidence of Bradley Pittman's original accusations, yes? You? Lois Lane, Daily Planet. Senator, that was a very pretty speech, but it flies in the face of every single campaign speech you had during the election when you spoke about the need for the government to, and I'm quoting you here, watch big business to make sure it doesn't trample the hopes and dreams of everyday Americans. I gave that speech, Miss Lane. I certainly don't need you to quote it to me. Are you saying 
that you want us to dismantle businesses that employ thousands of people and bring millions of dollars to the U.S. economy? I'm not saying anything. I'm asking if you're changing your political views midway through your term, Senator. I think that's a legitimate question your constituents would ask and one they deserve an answer to. Miss Lane, the accusations have been recanted. There is no investigation because there's nothing to investigate. Next question. Andrew Vincent, Daily Globe. Have you had any direct contact with Roland Daggett, Senator? Not at this time, Mr. Vincent. That would be inappropriate. As I said, as of now, there is no reason to meet with Mr. Daggett. Iris Allen, Picture News from Central City. Senator, I'd like to follow up on Ms. Lane's question. It's understandable that you wouldn't want to pursue an investigation without merit. But exactly how long have you had the financial records of Daggett Industries? They did fight the subpoena to turn over all records for seven months. We're not reporters looking through garbage cans, Miss Allen. We are the government and not prone to rash decisions. We are deliberate and measured in our actions and re Have you deliberately and measuredly spoken to Bradley Pittman, Senator? And a follow-up. Do you or the Justice Department have any plans to bring charges against Pittman? To the best of my knowledge, there are no plans to bring charges against Pittman. And have you spoken with Mr. Pittman? No, Miss Lane, not at the moment. And no plans to do so? I'm not sure what you're asking, Miss Lane. I'd like you to comment on why you're not asking the man who brought accusations, got the Justice Department, and you involved in a lengthy legal battle, why he rescinded his first statements. Miss Lane. Perhaps I should explain how investigations work. I'm an investigative reporter, Senator. I'm quite aware of how they work. Then I'm sure you don't need me to explain that if there's nothing to investigate, there would be no investigation. Thank you for your time. Lois! Hi, Iris. How's Central City? Fast-paced, but fine. Metropolis? It's super. Uh, <laughs> so, you're not buying all that either, are you? Not one bit. Wanna grab lunch? It's only 11.30 and I don't have to file for the evening until 2. I can grab lunch after I file. It can't be a long one though. As soon as we're done eating, I'm going to find Bradley Pittman wherever he is on God's green earth. And then I'm going to figure out what Senator Braxton is hiding and pull him down from that ivory tower. Well. That sounds like a fun goal for the day. Where are you staying? The court over on- Great, I'll meet you there at 145. He'd already admitted to transporting her across state lines. Well, I appreciated how thoroughly you nailed his ass to the wall. Barry would say, language. Please never air quote at me again. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting how much alike Barry and Clark are. It's probably the reason that Clark never complains about him. The only ones that Barry ever really complains about are Hal and Carter and Ollie. And even then, he never really complains about them the way that I would. Clark's the same. It must be a Midwestern thing. Of course, he did once say he found Bruce and Diana to be stubborn. Shocking. I know. <laughs> I had to wash his mouth out with kryptonite soap. Oh, Lois, before I forget, I hate to be that person, but since he's doing his book tour, do you think I can use your name when I call Anderson Cooper's publicist? 
I know you've interviewed him a few times, and he's in Central City in a few weeks. Of course you can. I'm not sure if it'll help. Surprisingly enough, I'm not the most popular person... Excuse me, Ms. Lane? Lois, yep, that's me. I'm Vicki Vale. I saw you at the press conference this morning. I'm from the Gotham City... Gazette. Yeah, I read your article on corruption in the Gotham Police Department during Batman's disappearance. You did? I did. It was impressive. You spoke at Ivy University when I was finishing my thesis there. I just started in features for the Daily Planet then. Six years ago? I think so. You made me want to leave grad school and jump right into reporting. I felt like I was wasting my time. Here's this woman, two years older than me, living the life that I wanted. Vicky, this is Iris Allen. She works for Picture News in Central City. Iris Allen? You did that interview with Hartley Rathaway, the reformation of a supervillain. That was wonderful. Thank you. It feels so specific to Central City. I mean, from battling the Flash to working with the homeless. I can't imagine, say, Poison Ivy teaching a gardening class during summer camp. (laughs) Flash does seem to be pretty inspiring. No offense to Gotham City, but Batman... Seems a bit more... Moody. Angry. I can see that. He's gotten me out of a couple scrapes, but never really does that stop-and-check thing to make sure you're okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vicky, please join us. That was rude of me. Really? Thanks. Was that your first senatorial conference? It was. I'm working to move into the features department. That press conference was something, huh? You get used to them, I guess. I wonder what Senator Braxton was trying to hide. That wasn't just me, right? He was trying to hide something? Okay, I guess it wasn't just me. Not at all. I'm already having some research done. (laughs) And you, Lois? I never give away my stories until they're ready. Sorry. That's fair. I was wondering Lois! Lois, darling, what are you doing in D.C.? Cat? What the hell are you doing here? Well, love, I have the interview of a lifetime. This will blow your stockings off. Bradley Pittman? What? Who? No? Who? What? Wait for it. Leah Briggs. Leah Briggs! She is only the most important model currently strutting herself down the Paris and Milan runway. Seriously? Lois, you have to start paying more attention to fashion. I know you think you're above all that, but fashion can change Kat, the world. this is Iris Allen and Vicky Vale. Iris, Vicky, Cat Grant. She does the gossip column at the Planet. Entertainment and society pages, Lois. Not gossip. Mm-hmm. So what are you here for? Some political thingy, I assume? I've been here for three days, Kat, following the investigation into Daggett Industries. You might want to consider taking more of an interest in... Well, I'll give you a call tomorrow, Lois. Are you staying here or at the court? I have the most divine view. When is your flight back to Metropolis? Oh, never mind. I won't remember if you tell me now. Text me, love. Nice meeting you both, Lily, Vanna. Kisses all around. Moi. That was... Yep. That's Kat. She couldn't even remember our names. Lois, Iris, I'd love to get your numbers. I promise I won't use them unless it's important. I, uh, I might have a contact I can use. Here's something to know. When you're trying to be discreet, don't act like it. If you act like you don't care if people pay attention to you, they won't. I might know somebody who can help out. 
Well, then that's different. Here's my number. I'm at the Renaissance up the street, room 1938. Let me know what info you get. Will do. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me. I should get going so I can meet my friend. Hopefully she'll have some info. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. She's sincere, isn't she? Yes, she is. Remember being sincere? Nope, but I appreciate it. Especially when someone is as smart and talented as she is. You're dying to get out of here and start chasing leads, aren't you? I already have my first three phone calls planned out. Unless, of course, there's a major breakthrough in the first two calls. Meet you at your hotel in a few hours? Sounds good, Iris. Kate! Nikki, how's my favorite sorority sister? Delta Lamb to try forever. Hmm, yeah. I don't even remember that stuff anymore. I work all day and have a five-year-old at night, so I don't waste brain power on anything that's not right in front of me. Walk with me. Fair enough. You have them? I have copies of them, yeah. Needless to say... They didn't come from you. Damn right, they did not. I am so glad you work in the Justice Department. Mm, enjoy it while you can. These are all the financial records that Daggett had to turn over? Yep. Find anything suspicious? Well, only a few dozen things, but I barely had a week with them. I marked some pages with post-it notes. Start with them. Any idea why Pittman recanted his original statement? <laughs> you are severely overestimating my importance as a, an errand girl in the office of a junior prosecutor. Don't tell me that lawyers don't gossip. The gossip is that Bradley Pittman recanted his statement last night around 1 a.m. and then promptly went missing. How does someone in government hiding go missing? That is a very good question, isn't it? I assume everyone's looking at Daggett. Right now, orders from my boss and his boss are to concentrate on other cases. Seriously? You live in Gotham City. How are you not more jaded? Thanks for the stuff, Kate. Don't get used to it. I plan on putting in my notice in a few days. Yeah? Where are you going? L.A. There's an ADA job there, plus, you know, given the fact that my husband wants to write for TV and the weather's good, it seemed like a better choice for both of us. You and ADA. I can picture it. <laughs> I sincerely hope that's a compliment. Always. Does your department have anyone looking for Pittman? As far as I know. You could. I doubt it. You're the manhunter, not me. Fine. When I get to L.A., I'll see if I can find some jurisdictional loophole and track him down. Thanks again, Kate. If anyone asks, I was never here. This episode of The Cruelest Month is brought to you in part by Central City's Baird Rustern LGBTQ Center. We all need help sometime. We sure do, buddy. I'm Hartley Rathaway. Some of you might know me as the Pied Piper. I used to be a bad guy, but my friend here helped me turn my life around. I'm The Flash, and Hartley and I are here to tell you about something important to all of us. One of the ways that Flash inspired me was by his example of helping others. Right now, I'm here to ask you to help, too. When I came out, I didn't just get support from The Flash. I also received support from Central City's own Bayard Rustin LGBTQ Center. The center provides peer counseling, medical services, and a safe place if you ever find yourself in need. Every Saturday in June, the Central City Philharmonic... Which Hartley here conducts brilliantly, I might add. Thanks, Flash. 
Every Saturday, we'll be performing free concerts at the Flash Memorial Museum. And the museum will be providing free admission. The one thing we ask is that you donate what you can to the Bayard Rustin LGBTQ Center. It's simple, folks. Whatever you would have paid for a night out, just donate. 100% of the proceeds will go to the center, and whatever we make this summer will be matched by Hartley's family to double your donation. If I've learned one thing as a Justice Leaguer, it's that sometimes you can't do it alone. Everybody can be a hero. No superpowers required. And together, we can make a difference for everyone. Maggie, you know I'm discreet. I'm not interviewing you, so I can't quote you. I'm literally just asking you to double-check the footage for me. I'm telling you I have information that it's not Pittman. If I didn't trust them, I wouldn't be telling you that. I know you're looking for him, too. Lo! Sorry. Mm-hmm. And from there? Okay. No. N- no. Really? And what did you... No. Just a friend. If I couldn't trust her, I would have stopped talking. Can you call me back when you do? Thanks, Maggie. Say hello to Kate for me. Bye. Well? Bradley Pittman called his lawyer and recanted his statement last night. He then walked away from the house in Bristol where the government stashed him. From there, he went to his apartment in Gotham, packed a bag, and took a flight from Gotham to Chicago. Really? From there, he disappeared. I'm sensing there's a butt in there. There are several. One, he called his lawyer and said, I lied, I'm sorry, I'm going away. Nothing else. Two, when he went to his apartment, he drove into the garage and took the elevator directly to his floor, bypassing the doorman. Three, he called the doorman from his apartment asking for a cab to the airport. Four, Pittman left his phone in his apartment, in a sink filled with water. Five, he walked past his doorman and out the door without saying a word, not even a wave, which his doorman said is not like Pittman at all. That's a lot of butts. You think? In related news, a couple of years ago, a flight attendant gave me an anonymous quote about a particular airline and unsafe pilots. He also happens to now work for a different airline, the one that Pittman took that flight to Chicago on. Pittman never got on the flight. He's listed as being on the flight, and someone his approximate height and weight was on the flight, but it wasn't him. Your guy is sure? 100%. This guy never forgets a face. I texted him a picture of Pittman. He says they looked enough alike, but... But no cigar. Then I called Maggie Sawyer. She used to be Metropolis PD, but she's now in Gotham. She tells me that the Gotham police collected some airport footage of Bradley Pittman boarding that plane that promptly went missing. Hmm. Yeah. Maggie's trying to get another copy of the footage, but... Yeah. You'd need an explanation why, and since everyone's so litigious these days, the airline's reluctant to give it out again without a warrant. You? So... Northwestern is being very hush-hush. But a friend of a friend of a friend is a professor of political science. Senator Braxton's daughter has missed the last two days of classes. She left her roommate a note saying she was taking a trip and texted her boyfriend she'd see him in a few days. Damn. Absent witness or absent daughter is one thing. Absent witness and absent daughter is something else. Yeah. Lois, I... Hate to be the wet blanket here, but I, 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 get I don't it. know if I feel. I mean, I'm not exactly a newbie here, you know. Like, of course not. It, but in my world, 
A crime reporter is usually limited to reporting on the Flash and Captain Cold, or I, I just don't. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you write stories about organized crime syndicates all the time. You write about inner gang and people like Lex Luthor and Jesus. Uh, if who you want to help me with some research, I could call Barry. You could call Clark. Why do we have Iris, to go out? Listen to me for a second. <sighs> okay. I take my job seriously, and I know you do too. But we do different things. I've pissed off more people than I can ever imagine, and I'm okay with that. But I don't expect anyone else to be okay with that. I don't think less of any reporter or any person who doesn't want to stare down the barrel of a gun, real or metaphorical. Lois, I. Vicky? Oh, good. You're both here. I have a deal for you. Well, a question. Okay. What's the ask? These. These are the financial records of Daggett Industries that the Justice Department subpoenaed. The ones that they barely had a week to go over before the case was dropped. How'd you get these? A source. Listen, this is way beyond my police corruption story. The players are bigger and more dangerous, and I don't have the main villain of the piece telling me his story. I can do this without anyone else, but I can do it faster with you. You're the best reporter in the world. All I want is to break this story. You give me the chance to publish a story first, and you can have all of these records. You let me publish in the AM edition, and you take the PM edition. I think the proof that we need is in these records. I am positive that Roland Daggett is somehow behind the senator asking the Justice Department to drop the charges. We know. You do? Bradley Pittman is nowhere to be found. A look a little bit alike boarded a plane for Chicago at the Gotham airport late last night, while the real Pittman is missing. And Senator Braxton's daughter is nowhere to be found at her school. The administration doesn't know where she is, her friends don't, and her boyfriend doesn't. So that makes these records slightly less impressive. No, actually, they're pretty impressive. But they're not worth you getting the story first. What they are worth is the three of us printing the story at the same time. So, the three of us working together? A while back, a guy I was dating said to me that sometimes you can't do it all on your own. Smart guy. Well, I ended up marrying him, so it worked out pretty well all around. What do you say, Vicky? You in? I'm in. Iris? No pressure. None taken. Let's do it. Would that have been more epic if I had a cape? I bet it would have been epic if I had a cape. Wow. Lois Lane is working with me. No, you're working with Lois Lane. And now I've referred to myself in the third person, which makes me a jackass. Split the financials into three piles. The Wi-Fi password is over on the desk and make sure your phone is charged. There's nothing worse than an uncharged phone. And if you want whiskey, there might be some left in the fridge. I was expecting you to be serious, but not quite so intense. This is nothing. Trust me. If this is you casual, I can't imagine what intense looks like. Here's something else you need to know, Vicky. I work hard and thoroughly, and I expect everyone around me to do the same. I don't know yet if it's Braxton or Daggett or Pittman pulling the strings, but someone is playing the system. This world only works if everyone is playing the same game. Some people have advantages, sure, but if those advantaged people start ignoring the rules, then everyone loses. Nobody gets to ruin someone else's life. No one, no one should get away with hurting other people, not without being called out on it. And if the cops can't do it, or if they're not able to do it fast enough, then that's what we're here for. Being a reporter is frowned upon these days. 
especially when they're aggressive and ask unpopular questions. But being a reporter means something to me. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, they're here to do the big things, the really big things like alien invasions and giant robots and killer clowns. And people like us, we're here to do the things that they can't. We're the ones who make sure that no one's forgotten. That's what being a reporter means to me. Here ends the lecture. Get to work. Well, now I want to follow you through hell. Oh, you are simply a caution. I tell you, a caution. Kat, you're too dear. Thank you so much for dropping me off at the hotel. Of course. Anything to get more time with America's top model. Oh, Tyra? I never got to work with her, but I met her at a party at Tom Ford's house, and she was fabulous. So sweet. She was so real. So, just between us girls, off the record, of course... I hear rumors that you're going to be done with the runway soon. Well, between us. And you have to swear to not tell a soul. Cross my heart. I'm going to start my own clothing line. No. Oh, that is brilliant, darling. First stop. Yes. Oh, dear cat. I'm so sorry, darling. I'd love to chat with you all night, but I have a flight at the crack of dawn. I should get up to my room to catch a few hours of beauty rest. Thanks for the interview, Leah. Moi, moi. Uh, you're going the wrong way. This is the only way we can go, ma'am. There's some construction that shut down parts of the Did you just... ma'am me? Sorry? You awful little man. Do you have any idea who I am? Um... I am an award-winning journalist from Metropolis, and I'll have you know... You're Lois Lane? What? No. Well, you're not Clark Kent. I am Cat Grant. Who? Stop the car. What? Stop the damn this car! This is really not a good neighborhood. No! Are you sure about this? Go. Good luck, ma'am. Well, this neighborhood's not so bad. Not at all. Damn it. Friggin' Uber. Two minutes away. Okay. Maybe not under the street light. Not in this coat. <laughs> oh, nice and dark storefront. And a video camera. Hello, darling. Up till now, I've done everything you've asked. You have. And I appreciate it. Do you know why we're here, Braxton? Are you hiding my daughter in this building, Mr. Daggett? <laughs> no, no. I'm here to show you the future. Are you going to kill me and leave me in one of these buildings? Is that my future? Oh, don't be so dramatic. You're too valuable for me to kill you right now. Take a look around, Braxton. What do you see? Hell. Nope. Anthony, Tommy, what do you see? A rundown neighborhood? An old video store? <laughs> you guys make me laugh. No, no. This is opportunity. Look at all this. This is what I wanted to show you. This is urban blight at its finest. This is what every smart man waits for. It's what separates the haves and the have-nots. 
The have-nots, they're happy to live like this. The haves are happy to push them out and make more space for themselves. This is why you asked me to get you all those building permits in Central City. Buy crap places like this cheap, turn the low-life tenants out, burn the buildings to the ground. Then you build them back up with cheap materials and fancy trimmings and get the rich and stupid to move in. And you charge outrageous amounts of money and make millions. All from places like this. Not here in D.C., of course. Too many heroes flying in and out who don't understand that patriotism and capitalism are the same thing. I want to end up in Central City. And you know why Central City is the best place for it? Because it's in my home state. <laughs> because Inner Gang has Metropolis. And the psychos have Gotham. And Central City is ripe for the picking. When are you going to give me my daughter back, Mr. Daggett? Well, now, Senator, once I hear from my friends at RD Corp that all those permits you put a good word in for have been granted, I'll think about... I made all those phone calls. I can't just force them but to I do think what they're not going to do. I think the fact that those building permits haven't been granted means you haven't been trying hard enough. Please, I just want my daughter back. And once I hear what I want to hear, then we both get what we want. Of course, if I don't get what I want, then I'm afraid you might never get to see your little girl again. My daughter. Your daughter, your daughter. Jesus Christ, Braxton. Stop repeating yourself, it's so boring. I'm only asking you for one thing, Mr. Daggett, and that's my daughter back. I don't care You if should be thanking me, you... Braxton. You know why? No. Let me tell you why. Because I'm spending my very valuable time with you. Every minute I spend with you is a minute I don't spend doing something else. Is she all right? You know what you are, Braxton? Afraid. You had a mommy and a daddy give you everything you ever wanted. You went to a fancy high school. You went to law school. You helped out the poor by making sure you fought the good fight for them. Aren't you a great guy? And now look at you, on your way to the top, and you think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I'll tell you what you really are, Braxton. You're a coward. You want to be like me, but you don't have the balls. You want to be your own man and tell the rules to go to hell, but because it was all handed to you, you're never going to be sure if you're a man or a very lucky baby. That's not true. Sure it is. But that's why I like this. You like me? <laughs> no, no, no. I like watching you squirm on a hook like this. You spent your whole life looking down on guys like me, thinking you were better than me. Well, now, you're begging me for a favor. And screwing with you, watching you try like hell not to cry, that makes me rock hard. Rock freaking hard. I don't even need to keep a security detail on you, Braxton. You're too scared to do anything. What the hell? You, come here! Me? Oh, that was just my Uber. He's right around the corner, so I'll just tiptoe no, over here. No, I think you should stay. You and me, we're going for a ride. You stay right where you are, Roland Daggett. You know me? Of course I do. I write the society pages. Don't come any closer. I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm friends with Superman. Well then. I guess we'll have to make sure that... There's no need for any of that. There's nothing you need to do, okay? Shut your mouth. Keep your freaking mouth shut, you useless piece of shit. What the hell do I pay you morons for? Get her!
Thanks for listening to the first episode of Byliners, written by John Petrie, directed by Kelly Monroe Johnston, sound design and music by Josh Wilson, creative producer, Nora Barpal, producer, Matthew Klein. This episode features the voice talents of Sabia Derry as Lois Lane, Bridget Cosgrove as Vicky Vale, Anasini Katoa as Iris Allen, Anastasia Rousseau as Kat Grant, Robert Taylor as Senator Braxton, Jamie Geiger as Roland Daggett, Chad Shevlin as Andrew Vinson, Matteo Irvin as The Driver, Danielle Delgado as Kate, and Gina Tribbiani as Leah Briggs. You can find us on all social media at The Cruelest Month Podcast and on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Thanks for listening.